Hi listeners, stories have so much power and so does whoever controls the narrative. It is time that we dissect and analyze these stories. I am Vipul and this is Vogue Tales. Hi everyone. Today's story is a grim fairy tale called The Four Clever Brothers. It is about four brothers who have gathered together to receive their father's wisdom. And for once, it's pretty good wisdom. So on that note, it's story time. Their father has no money to bequeath the brothers, so advises his sons to all go forth and seek a trade. This they do. And when they come to a crossroads, each brother takes a different direction, having first promised one another to return to the same spot in four years' time to see how the others have fared. The eldest brother tells the first man he meets that he is looking for a trade and this man immediately offers to teach him how to be a thief. No, the eldest brother replies, shocked. This is not an honest calling. And what can one look to earn by it in the end but the gallows? The thief points out, this is only a problem if you get caught. I will teach you to take what no one else wants, what no one else can get or care anything about, and where no one can find you out. The eldest brother overcomes his moral objections pretty quickly and turns out to be really good at thieving. So he's alright. The second brother takes the same approach. His random stranger offers to teach him the art of stargazing and thus how to read all manners of secrets in the heavens. This brother needs no convincing and takes to the work well. At the end of his service, his master gives him a spyglass. With this, he explains, you can see all that is passing in the sky and on earth and nothing can be hidden from you. This sounds more like magic than skill. But whatever, that's the two eldest brothers set up just fine. The third brother runs into a friendly hunter who takes him home and trains him. At the end of his service, he gets a particularly impressive bow. Meanwhile, the youngest brother almost bucks the trend of jumping aboard the first trade suggested to him because he doesn't want to be a tailor. But his prospective boss is cunningly enigmatic about the work and eventually rewards his pupil with a needle that can sew anything without leaving behind a visible seam. So the four brothers meet up at the appointed time and return home to show off their shiny new skills. Their father tests each boy with a small but difficult task. The second brother is told to divine the number of eggs in the bird's nest. His elder brother is told to steal the eggs without the bird knowing they are gone. Upon the success of which, the third brother is told to shoot all the eggs in half at one shot. Afterwards, it falls to the youngest brother to sew up the eggs and the baby birds inside. So his eldest brothers can slip them back into the nest. 
A few days later, the eggs hatch and the baby birds emerge quite well, though with a thin red line across each of their necks as evidence of their brush with the brothers. Having established the boys are experts in their individual fields, it does not take long for a real challenge to emerge. The king's daughter is abducted by a dragon and the king has no idea what to do. Beyond sending out word that whoever comes up with a successful rescue plan will win the princess's hand in marriage. Imaginative. He's not. It has the desired effect though, because the brothers set out straight away. The stargazer looks through his glass and sees the princess trapped on a rock in the middle of the sea. The brothers ask the king for a ship and travel to the aforesaid rock. Where the dragon is napping, his huge head balanced on the princess's lap. The hunter does not want to risk a shot, lest he kill the princess. So the thief sneaks her out from under the dragon and they sail away. They have not gone far when the dragon wakes and realizes his new pet has disappeared. As he dies for the ship, the hunter shoots him through the heart. Unfortunately, the corpse lands square on the ship overturning it and throwing them all into the water. This is when brother number four comes into his own. Quickly stitching up a few planks into a raft, he paddles about rebuilding the ship. It's close enough to Seaworthy that they reach the shore safely and the princess is returned to her home. Here arises the first real difficulty of the whole endeavor. If the reward is marriage to the princess and there are four equally worthy candidates, What's to be done? The brothers squabble about it in frustrated circles, pointing out the value of their own talents until the king intervenes. Each of you is right, he says. And as all cannot have the young lady, the best way is for neither of you to have her. And to make up for the loss, I will give each as a reward for his skill, half a crown. Not an actual crown, it should be pointed out. He's talking about money. And not very much of it. The brothers, though, are so glad to have a solution, they take the coins and go home happily. The end. The story is unconventional in a few different ways. The brothers make it through the story without turning into terrible and or dead people. The princess doesn't have to marry anybody, though I'd be happier if someone had asked her what she thought about her suitors and whether she fancied any of them. There are quite a few similar stories from all over the world, including Sicily and China. The number of brothers vary, as do their abilities, challenges, and eventual reward. But in every story, success depends on the whole family working together. The story may be ambiguous about the morality of thieving and financial compensation for heroic action, but its heart is in the right place. On that note, bye for now. Let me know your thoughts on the story and our discussion by emailing me on woketalespodcast at gmail.com or through social media at woketalespodcast on Instagram and woketalespod on Twitter. And please rate, review and like Woketales Podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you can easily access our weekly stories. If you have any story recommendations or if you want to come dissect and analyze a story with me, give me a shout out on email or social media. Because whatever you do, keep dissecting and keep analyzing. <laughs>